Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Stuttering Through Life, the podcast that's all about stuttering. I'm your host, Kian Lee. This episode, we have Kate Allen on the podcast, a fellow person who stutters. Hi, Kate. Yeah, hey, 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 guys. So uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name's Kate. I'm 25. Um, I've been, I've had a daughter my, my, my whole life. Um, I currently work, I, I live in Salt Lake. Um, I currently work in healthcare finance. I just graduated from USC with my master's in health administration. Um, and I used to work as a bartender, waitress, and a, a front desk gal. Um, in addition to my a job, I still, um, you know, wait, 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 waitress quite a bit. Um, in my free time, I like to ski hike, bike, and hang out with my dog. That's great. Yeah, uh, that's quite a lot of height. Um, that's quite a lot of height to wear. It must be very fun. <laughs> <laughs> and can you tell us about your stuttering journey so far? Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. sure. Um, so, my parents first noted I stu- noticed I stuttered when I was around five. Um, and from a more th- therapy perspective, I went to both private therapy and to, to uh, public school therapy. I, I went to a private elementary school, but I went to the public speech therapy. Um, I did various therapies from the speech easy which is a device that goes into your ear and makes it seem like your brain is talking with someone else. And that helps, helps with your speech. Um, I did intensive therapy where you do droning um, and that takes away your stutter, but doesn't allow for my personality. Um, It also teaches you that stuttering is a bad thing. Um, so I probably went to therapy till I was about 11 or 12, maybe even 13. Then I stopped. And then once I went to high school, um, about midway through freshman year, I went, I asked my parents if I could go back. Um, and so I've been with my speech therapist since I was about 14 or 15. And she really taught me that it's okay to, to utter. And, um, but she gives me the tools I need when I don't feel like stuttering or when I'm giving a presentation or stuff like that. Um, in addition to therapy, I'm on medication. Um, I've been on medication since about third grade. I've done every medication that you could think of for <laughs> speech. Um, there's only one, one, one guy, one do- do- doctor that is specialty in psychiatry for Ordering. Um, and there's currently no FDA approved medications for it, but there is medications that are FDA approved for say schizophrenia or depression um, that affect 
my speech in, in a good way, way because um, a lot of stuttering is a lack of dopamine um, in the speech area of the brain. And because all the depression, schizophrenia affects the same neurotransmitters, um, it helps quite a bit. And actually I've had insurance problems. So I haven't had my medication for quite some time. Um, so if you talk to me two months ago, my speech would be way different. Um, but yeah, that's about it as far as therapy. And, uh, you know, my speech, I, I was never really made fun of as a kid, not even in high school. Um, I had a very, very normal life. I would always give presentations, speaking class, you know, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I went to Ohio state for, um, you know, my undergrad, which was great. Um, but definitely some insecurities there around my speech and, you know, meeting new people and things like that. But over the past, you know, however many year, 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 years, I'm actually the most confident I've ever, uh, been. And I give, um, actually just today I gave a presentation over zoom or over teams over in for two, two hundred people. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I don't think my 16 year old self as confident as it was back then would ever imagine do, doing stuff like that. Um, and actually kind of a side story. I always mention that I stutter before I, you know, give pre presentations and stuff, mm -hmm. especially over Zoom and over Teams because people think it's their, either my speaker or their speaker. Right. So I always mention, hi, I'm Kate. I'm a person, I, you know, I'm new to the team and I'm a person who stutters. So it's not your computer audio. It's me. <laughs> um, so I always make that joke, but because there were so many people on this call, not everyone heard that. So a couple people in the chat were like, hey, like you're kind of cutting in and out. Um, I can't really hear oh, no. you. And then I couldn't see the chat because I my screen was, you know, I was sharing my screen. Right. So a couple people responded like, oh, she has a stutter. Um, so it's kind of it's 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 cool because then like my my, my whole team at work now we're super open um about about it and the fact that they task me to present um and I present to you know I not to the CEO but like you know to head to head guys and stuff like that so it's kind of cool to see how far you, you you can come and that you really can do your stutter does will 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 not hit 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 Hinder you. Yeah, very true. Yeah, it's great that you have that um, close community at work, and it's it's so great that they could back you up like that. And since you told them, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I didn't know. I um actually didn't know that you've been with your speech therapist Lauren for so long. I thought it's only been a couple of years, but that's like a really long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and actually, Lauren is when actually my like life I've met and or 
actually. Like I, when her baby was first born, I saw her like the week after she was born. Um, she came to my graduation party. Um, we're just like very, very, very close. Cause when the, when you're talking with someone for an hour every week, you have to have stuff to talk about, Yeah, get to know them super well. And then I know her parents, I know her others we've gone to day trips up to LA and things like that so it's pretty it's it's cool cool to have um a such a good really Asian ship with her, her, yeah. her, her. Yeah, she's a great person. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, I don't think we've um actually talked about medication for stuttering at all on this podcast. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Actually, yeah. most people don't even know about it. Um, I forget how we found out about it when I was a kid. But that's actually how we met Lauren um, is through my doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super interesting because my speech is, I mean, it's not terrible right now, but it's still much, much worse than it you, 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 you usually is. Mm-hmm. And I can actually feeling it get worse by the day mm-hmm. um, because usually after I take it, for a while like my speech is like fine for the most part and then if I go off of it for a couple of weeks to a month it's still kind of okay because it's still kind of in my brain and then now that it's been like a month and a half it's completely like gone yeah and I've kind of experimented with going off of it because it makes me gain weight or like not be able to sleep and stuff like that um the one I'm on now is not not that bad but then after like two to three months I get so fed up with my speech it's so bad I have to go back on it um so I don't know what the long-term effects of these medications are but I don't care (laughs) yeah no if it helps your everyday life then it's like totally go for it exactly right so um I was wondering um as a person who stutters what are some difficulties that you've encountered in social or professional or professional situations uh-huh yeah yeah for sure um I tell this to a lot of people they don't they underestimate how hard it is to have a stutter um especially one where you can't really where it's a little bit more obvious um every single day I have to tell people I have a stutter or when I'm ordering food they're like oh ha ha and they'll make kind of they don't mean to to laugh but they don't really know what's happening right um or like for example I was um serving at my bar a couple days ago and my speech hasn't been great but as the later the night goes on the better my speech gets because actually and sorry another side note the louder it is it distracts your brain too so that's why when I'm bartending and waitressing my speech isn't that bad 
Um, there's a lot going on there's music and there's you know it's a loud so I do notice when I first start my shift I'm a little bit it's harder to talk and then once I kind of get in my zone um it's 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 a lot better but Mm -hmm. for example just an encounter that I get a lot is I'll kind of stutter a little bit and they'll kind of like laugh and I don't laugh back. And then I continue talking and they're like, oh crap, she has something wrong with her. Not <laughs> not like in a mean way, but like, they're like, yeah. oh, she talk. So then they're like super nice um, <laughs> after that. So that that's both from like a serving perspective or just from like a social. Um, a lot of people get the hint without me having to say anything. But um, a lot, a lot of the times I have to be like I, I, I have a stutter, and then they go, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I had no idea." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it goes, like most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are some times where people, I would say ninety five percent of the time when I tell them I have a stutter, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like." I feel so bad. I, I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. But then there's, there's a couple of times where people just don't get it. Um, like there was this one time at my bar and I think you already heard, heard the story actually, yeah. um, where I was serving a group of like, you know, late, late thirties or early forties. And I uttered a bit and then the whole table just like burst out laughing so basically I I told um the table like hey I have a stutter and that isn't like not okay half the table was like oh crap and then there's one guy was like oh I wish I got that on video and to which I was like oh my god f you that is not okay I just got their orders or I already got the order so I went downstairs and started angrily putting all the stuff in I wasn't gonna say anything but my coworker and I are really good friends so I did tell her what they said and she goes oh no that is not okay you need to tell our boss blah 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 we have a very very small staff um and so we went and told our boss and I just started crying crying it's just embarrassing um, and as embarrassing, I had to cry to my boss. Um, and so then he's like, uh-uh, he was not about it. They even knew the guy that was playing in the band and he was not, not about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't give them their drinks. And then he went up and told them they all had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the girls, so there's three wives and then they're, they're ha, ha. husbands. And all the wives were like, oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. None of the men even made eye contact. Um, that was probably because they just felt like complete a-holes and did, did not know what to say. Yeah. Um, and embarrassed that they got kicked, <laughs> kicked out of the bar. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, that was probably one of the worst encounters that I've had in like a more 
you know, um, open. But what I've learned too is if you're just open about it, people don't care. Because yeah. I'm very, I'm very confident in how I say things, and I always, you know, make conversation and stuff like that. Um, and I always have a smile. And so that's my number one advice just to anyone um, is that it just does not, not matter. I stutter openly, like all, all, all the time. I used to try and use my strategies a little bit uh, more just to kind of avoid that, avoid having to explain and like kind of deal with that. But now I deal with that stuff every day and I, I just don't care, care, care. And because I don't care, then I don't care. Um, definitely, it's a little awkward when you're in like a new social in, in environment. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I went to this, um, it was actually a here olympics where we each had a team and we played you know different games and stuff Mm -hmm. but it was my one friend from college and i didn't know i maybe knew two p two p p p p people there so basically i had to introduce myself to everyone else and like make conversation and stuff oh yikes um so i definitely like and the, the thing is, the more I drink, the better my speech gets. So it's mm-hmm. fine, like later yeah. on in the night. But um, definitely a little bit of like, un- not uncomfortable, but like you have to get over those little arms of explaining. And a lot of the times they pick up, but sometimes like, oh, I have a stutter. And every time I say that, they feel really bad. Like a lot of guys, like, oh my God, I'm sus such an a-a-a-a-hole I'm like no you're not you know yeah and then like we're fine mm-hmm. um so even though I stutter more openly now I do have to deal with that stuff um uh, but I don't really care I've never had problems ma- ma- making friends um I would say definitely yeah the most awkward part is once you're with your friends and you meet mutual friends they mm-hmm. don't expect me to have a stutter because it's not like my friends are like telling them that I have a stutter it's not it's not a talk it's not something people like talk 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 about because there's nothing to say Um, so people just don't expect me to have it so that's why they kind of make jokes and so yeah just kind of getting over that first little little bit of awkwardness and then you know it's fine um, and then a more of a work, work, work environment, um, when you're applying to jobs, it's very, very important. Like for me, I make it known that my speech is not an issue. I say it like upfront. I, I, I have a stutter. It does not, it does not affect my work. It doesn't affect how I, um, like talking talk in meetings. I'm happy mm-hmm. to present, you know, what, 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 ever. Um, and then they can kind of tell that I mean what I say. Um, so I've never 
I've definitely not gotten jobs because I'm not qualified, but I've never gotten jobs, not gotten jobs because they don't think, they think my speech will be a a problem. Mm -hmm. Like for example, for a year, I was actually the front desk girl um, at at a dog, at a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. I'd answer the phone. I'd schedule people on the phone. Um, I talked to people in person all all day. Um, so the phone was definitely the hardest thing I've had to, um, do because when you're talking, when you're scheduled to talk, right. As that's the (laughs) part of your job. Um, and so I've definitely, that's really, really when I learned to disclose, Mm -hmm. uh, because like, I've definitely had some gnarly encounters on the phone, like in high school, like people would like, then finally through college, I learned to explain that I, that I do have a stutter. Um, this is my ADHD here too. Another story. I remember distinctly the first time I told someone over the phone that I, I had a stutter, I screamed. I was like, I have a stutter. That is very, very rude. Because she oh kept interrupting me and saying, I can't yeah. do what are you saying. The phone's cutting out. I'm like, no, it's not. It's me. She was just being super rude. And I was like, I have a stutter. You need to let me speak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, go me. So I think that was like the biggest turning point for me being able to disclose. And then she was like, oh, okay. Um, and even like pe- people will hear me on the phone explain because mm-hmm. it does sound exactly like the phone kind of going in and out. So I yeah, totally understand. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They just don't know. Right. And I think that was like an eye-opening thing for me. Like, just in a in a like a light a life perspective that's why I love that you're you're doing this pop podcast people just don't know yeah um and it's not really like very people don't really talk 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 about it and there's not that many people that's utter and even there are it might not be that extreme um so yeah going back to the work thing, it took many, many years to be able to say that to a stranger and then being able to say that to my superiors and the VPs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I work for a healthcare system and there's 26 different, different hospitals. Oh so I meet, I meet with like the CFOs and, you know, I present and stuff. And also I'm a 25 year old girl. I don't even feel like I'm qualified to work in this job. I mean, I am, but everyone I work with is like a 35 year old plus male. Um, I'm the only girl on my team in my, in my department. There's 19 people, people in my department. I'm the the only girl. Oh my God. Um, Exactly. And so that's why I make it very known that I am happy to present whatever and I make it known that I, ha- I have a stutter and I've never had any prop, prop, prop problems at all. Uh, but that's also because I do good work and I know, I know, well, now I know what I'm talking about. A couple months ago, it's tough to spend <laughs> when you barely know what you're speaking on. Um, but, but yeah, it's definitely been eye-opening too, just how understanding, you know, peep, 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 people are because they can tell I'm not I'm not a 
<laughs> aimed of it. Right. Um, and actually, when I spoke to your class, I was bummed at myself for not reiterating this quite as much as I want, 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 wanted to. But usually my main point I drill in is that if you're embarrassed of it, they're going to be acting weird and kind of embarrassed for you and for them. Yeah, it's true. Just straight up front and, you know, you know, make jokes and la- 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 laugh and stuff like that and just say things as as confidently as you can do not care and then in a more personal perspective like dating I think I think I said this in your class too um the hardest thing for me in high school and even college was like, oh my gosh, no guys are going to want to date a girl that has this daughter, blah, 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 blah. So I was very, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I was very embarrassed or insecure about guys because I didn't think they'd want to date s- s- someone who couldn't really talk. But then, you know, I grew up, I gained some, some more confidence and now I'm very open about it with guys um I do sometimes miss unity early enough to say something and then it's like <laughs> too late and I'm like oh I should have said something earlier yeah I get um, that. but yeah so that was kind of my last jump I had to, to make and in the past like year or two like I've had no issues with guys at all in mm-hmm. fact a lot of guys say they think it's cute I'm like <laughs> I don't know about that but thank you um, yeah yeah I've heard that it's like interesting like I would like personally, I've never thought of it like that way, right. but I mean, maybe it works. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you think it's cute? Okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it definitely takes, you know, a lot of time, and I still have encounters where I get upset about it. Um, but overall, you know, things, things, it takes a lot of time and experience and putting yourself out of your comfort. Um, but yeah, it really has not held me back at all. I definitely have an awkward encounters all the time. And my, my, my friends and my coworkers are just amazing because they deal with it too. And it's funny. They don't, people don't really realize it till they hang out with me like more often. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they kind of see it like, Oh my gosh, does that happen a lot? I'm like, yeah, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, people that don't know about it, it's like there's no way for them to know just the extent of it or how it feels, right? Exactly, exactly. And they they don't expect, what, anyone you meet, you don't expect them to have, you know, a stutter. And I think stuttering is unique too because, you know, there's other sp- each impediments right but that those are more I don't know out there like you know when people are deaf you can clearly tell right people Mm -hmm. have like a a little 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 you can but stuttering is very unique because it's not uniform across the board yeah like for sure. everyone has a different kind like mm-hmm. like um and everyone has different you know sets 
and Aries. And actually one of my therapies is looking in the mirror and talking and I haven't been a therapy in a while. And I'm like, Oh, I need to go back to therapy and work on um, all that. But my point is everyone's stutter isn't the same. Some people repeat words, some people have blocks. And so I think that's a big reason why people just don't know. Yeah, I think so too. And for me, it's just weird to think about, you know, like many years ago, people didn't, I mean, yeah, I guess like not everyone knew that people could be like born deaf or become deaf or like you said, have a lisp. And it's weird because we're like living in a time right now where not everyone knows about stuttering, but maybe in a couple of years from now, it'll just be like a normal thing. Exactly. To like know um, about. Yeah. And actually I'm writing a book on it too. Yeah, um, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to tailor it so everyone can read it and kind of mm-hmm. get stuff out of it um but also be um in educational um tool and i'm hoping more you know podcasts like this come up and books are being written about stuff like this because at first i'm like okay i'm not important enough to write a book like i don't uh. <laughs> i haven't done anything out of the ordinary yeah i have a master's degree but everyone a lot of people do and then i started speaking you know to lauren's classes mm-hmm. and speaking at her conferences and stuff and every so you know how in your class you have to write like a paper on what like you about it um I don't see who writes it but I kind of see she'll she'll send a response Mm -hmm. here or there and I'm like oh my god I have no idea like this is what people thought when they hear 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 my story um and so the more I keep hearing like people's feedback um and how they just didn't know and they even I don't think my family even knows like what I go through um and just people in general don't know what we go through what it feels like how what therapy is like what medication is like the day-to-day um how to make friends how to date how to disclose in your work when it's appropriate to disclose like why I don't use my strategies all the time stuff like that and so the more people I told about it they're like wow that is so interesting I had no idea and then I was like maybe Mm -hmm. I should write a book so then I started a blog actually oh nice the blog's no longer a thing it was more for me to kind of get oh okay started but the first time I wrote the blog I was like wait this is what I feel like I've never like put into words Mm -hmm. um so and then I kind of sent that out to a few people and they're like oh my gosh this is so cool um so yeah I'm excited to see over the next few years it be more open people be more open to not everyone looking the same and speaking the same and all all, all of that yeah for sure and I can't wait till your book comes out I'll definitely give a shout out 
shout out on the podcast when it's done. I can't wait. Yeah, and- yes. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I totally get what you mean about when you first put your thoughts down into words. That's how I felt when I was planning out my very first episode of this podcast. I never really, besides like, um, I don't know, maybe Lauren, when I first met her, I never really explained like this in such a thorough way, like what stuttering is and how it felt. And it was really interesting to do. Um, I think it was like good for me because I could get all my thoughts out and like I, I could see for myself exactly how I felt about this. And yeah, um, same with our book. I'm hoping that this podcast is for people who stutter, but also a lot actually for people who don't stutter. So they could just hear about it and understand um, to the best that they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's something I was going to say. This is also my ADHD. The second you said it, <laughs> it's like, oh, I have a thought. Um, you were saying about... Um, I forget, but I will come to think of it. But that's another thing with the brain, the ADHD. My brain's like ping, 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 ping. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, yeah, it'll definitely be a cool, 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 cool. Um, not only from like a speech per, per, per perspective, but you know, kids with different either me- me- mental or fit physical. Disabilities. Um, like for example, I used to be a caregiver for a couple ladies with cerebral palsy, and their bodies didn't work like as perfect as they should, but their brains were fine. Yeah, but you know, talked a little bit more slow and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping my book and your podcast and other things that pop up will not only help, you know, the speech community, but also just the whole people that don't fit the quote unquote status quo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can't wait for the day when everyone will know about stuttering and it'll just be normal. Exactly. I actually have a, a kind of a funny joke about that. Um, mm. You know how there's the phrase did I stutter? And it's actually a famous line in the the office right um, right and then there's a couple songs that go you got me stuttering you know mm-hmm. like stuff like that but stuttering because you know they're like ner- ner- nervous mm-hmm. so actually a couple weeks ago my friend goes does it make you like uncomfortable or mad when people like say stuff like that I'm like no I think it's funny um and like because people do stutter when they're you know more nervous or or stuff like that but um I it's kind of ironic on from like a PC perspective that stuttering isn't mainstreamed enough for did I stutter and the stuttering references to become like (laughs) 
on. Um, and I think that's because the stuttering community isn't speaking up. I personally don't care. I think it's fine. Um, actually, my book is going to be called <laughs> Did I stutter? Because, because, yes, in fact, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, now that you mentioned it, actually, um, there's this, I, I think he's an actor, I think, but there's this guy on TikTok. His name is Mark Winsky. And um, he's a person who stutters and he's this adult who um, started to make TikToks about stuttering um, recently and I found out about him and his page is actually really cool. And one of his TikToks that just went viral in the stuttering community was actually his opinion on the phrase, did I stutter? So that's perfect to what you were talking about. Um, he, uh, he, didn't address it as like a super hurtful thing but he did mention how it kind of shows stuttering in like a negative light you know like just the phrase itself but yeah no I agree with you I don't think it's like super detrimental to anyone but it's great how um I just liked how he was talking about it and the phrase itself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I do I think that scene from that show did I stutter when he's all, all mad? Yeah, that was so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I could never forget that. All right. Um, yeah, well, Kate, it was great talking to you and I'm so glad you could share your experiences with our listeners. Do you have any ending comments or advice you'd like to share? Um, yeah. Uh, my last thing I want to share from an educational perspective and from a personal perspective is um, when to disclose and when I disclose and when and to not, how I feel about people, you know, finishing my is because even though when they guess right, it is helpful. The more people finish my sentences, the more stressed out I become because I think they're just going to keep trying to guess what I'm trying to say. And sometimes they're right, but most of the time they're wrong. Um, That's actually been happening a lot more recently. The worse my stutter gets, the more I'm off my... my I used to just be like, yeah, that's what I meant to say, or just kind of... um, go along with it but now I continue to finish what I'm saying not only from like a personal therapy point but also to like kind of train them um (laughs) that finishing my sentences won't make me finish the words the aster and it's not that they're uncomfortable with this with the stutter or whatever there are some people that do finish it because they are uncomfortable but my mom finishes them a lot I got to work on telling her not to do that yeah um and then like a couple of my friends will do it I usually tell my friends a lot of my friends will ask actually um when the time is right like hey do you like it when I do that do you care and if they ask I'm like actually if you could like not um the reason being it like creates an anticipate patient because when I'm in the stutter I'm like okay they're just gonna to finish it um so I don't need to like do whatever I do my brain to get the 
word out. And then it also makes me want to say it faster so that they don't interject. Um, and so, yeah, I'm pretty open. I've, I'll never say if it's really bad, if it's like every other word, I'll be like, Hey, like, please don't. But usually if I just stutter through the word, they kind of get edit. Yeah. Um, um, so that's a big one. That's a huge no, no, oh no. And I know mm-hmm. most can't speak for everyone that stutters, but most people that I know would probably say, say the same. Yeah, um, and then, yeah. And then disclosing to, um, like Lauren always asked me to explain when I disclose, um, because we always joke about, it's not like, hi, I'm Kate. I, it's, uh, 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 that's not how I go around <laughs> introducing myself. Yeah. That's um, weird. It is. Yeah. And so y- usually what happens is I'll stutter either on my name or uh, after that. And then, um, they will either make, I'll either have a really big block and I'll say it before anything. I'm like, Oh, by the way, I have a stutter. And that's like, whoa, 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 what that was. And everyone goes, I, oh, okay. Like, I don't care. <laughs> um, or what happens is I stutter and I don't tell them because I just don't feel like it. Um, and then they kind of get the hint. So that's option two is they get the hint and they're like, okay, I, I understand there's like something wrong. Um, or option three is I stutter, I don't say anything and then make a comment and then they, then I say something and then they feel bad. So <laughs> that's why I try and say it as quickly as I can mm-hmm. after um, doing it. But it, there's, there's times where it's just not, the timing isn't right after yeah. I'm saying it, you know, I'm not gonna like, oh, by the way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, and that, but I always, when I'm at work, not when I'm serving, I don't say it as much when I'm serving, unless they really don't get it. Then I'll be like, oh, I have a stutter. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people kind of understand. But when I'm giving presentations or introduce myself at my day job, which is 100% re- 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 and like like this afternoon, everyone, <laughs> even though I disclose, not everyone catches it. So they think, you know, my my speakers aren't were, 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 were working. Um, so I always, always disclose. I say, hi, I'm Kate. I work on blah, blah, blah team. Um, I am, I, I either say I'm a person who stutter, stutters or I have a stutter. Um, and then I always joke, it's not your computer audio, it's me, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I would say those are two of the biggest things. I cannot express enough how disclosing has changed, changed my, my life because I never disclosed in, in a high, 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 high school. Um, and also just one more side thing about how I far become with this closing Mm -hmm. is in my first year of my sorority we had like an initiation type thing where you had to go around and tell like a personal thing about you 
like there is someone's like, oh, I have an eating disorder. Oh, I, my mom's an alcoholic. Like who, 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 who knows? Mine was that I have a stutter. The <laughs> fact that that's where I was in the point of my life. Also, girls are scary and sororities are mean. So I was probably like justified at the time. Yeah, yeah. But also, I didn't need to say that as my personal um, thing. But the fact that that's where, where I that's where I was at that point. And um, now I'm hanging out with 25 people I don't know in an instrument standing. I'm like, oh, by the way, ha ha ha. Um, so I, I think learning how to disclose and when to disclose and who disclosed to is a huge, huge thing. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's very well said. Thank you so much. And yeah, sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, disclosing is honestly really hard. I'm having like a lot of trouble with it too especially since I already have this like group of friends and I don't know when to like I don't know I'm just still waiting for like the quote quote right moment but whatever but yeah it takes time and I'm so glad you're at the stage of your journey and yeah it sounds great thank you so much yeah well thank you so much for 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 nothing uh me and I hope I, my stories kind of go like in a thousand dir- 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 directions. I hope, um, you, you know, p- p- you and the, p- the p- 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 people that, that lit, 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 can kind of get a better understanding. Um, and one more kind of note to add is everyone's experiences are just so so different um like just because one person has a stutter doesn't mean the other person feels the same way um everyone has different you know ways they grew up a lot of parents are scared are embarrassed to their kids stutter so they tell them not to yeah a lot of a lot of kids i know a lot of kids get get made kind of as a kid um or stuff like that um um so so I guess what's my point here my my, my point is is that just everyone's experiences are so so different so take mine it with a grain of salt because that's just specific to to me yeah yeah for sure and to our listeners as always thank you to you um if you enjoy listening to stuttering through life please consider sharing it to anyone who you think will find it will who you think will also find it interesting like uh like me and Kate talked about sharing it with just a few people can have that ripple effect that will help us achieve our goal of having everyone in the world know about stuttering how 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 yeah um one more final note yeah email today saying stuttering is low-key a super power um so hopefully we can make educate people and use our stutter to our advantage yeah for sure for sure all right thank you for listening and see you on the next episode. Bye, Kate. Bye.